Welcome to the Discovery Doc Podcast, where we advocate for optimal wellness and reducing everyday toxic loads, no matter where life takes you. I'm Dr. Cece, doctor in nursing practice, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and a crunchy mama. I'm Anna Kate, a medical mystery overachiever and your discovery liaison. Join us on this exciting journey as we explore the world of holistic health, cutting-edge research, and practical solutions for a healthier life. Together, we'll navigate through the complexities of wellness, sharing valuable insights, and expert advice. Tune in to the Discovery Doc Podcast. Get ready to be inspired, empowered, and discover a whole new way of looking at your health. Podcast. I'm here with your host, Dr. Cece, functional medicine, nurse practitioner, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and crunchy mama of not just three, but four. So we've been hiding a secret, but on all episodes you've watched thus far, I sure as heck have been I go. Um, so yeah, when I can't catch my breath and the It's an adorable baby bump. The baby is making me out of breath. And it's a young boy. Oh, we are telling people. We are telling people it's a boy. Two of each. Two of each, yes. We've been trying to hide him, but uh, he is fully out to play now. So He's adorable, and we're going to get to know him along with getting to know you. Um, and yes. I'm your other host, Anna Kay. Oh, God, I forgot. Sorry. It's okay. We were excited about it. I'm Anna Kate, your medical mystery overachiever and discovery liaison. And uh, I'm so glad she can focus. Pregnancy break with Swiss cheese pregnancy <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? Stay tuned. It's going to be a wild ride. Um, anyways, on our last episode, we started to dive into female hormones and female health and periods and cycles learning the term cycle and uh, birth control and all that good stuff. This entire month, we are focusing solely on female health and hormones. We have some awesome experts coming on to our podcast in the upcoming episodes. Um, But as kind of continuing our conversation from last episode, I want to dive a little bit deeper into what I'm seeing changing hormones or contributing to changes of hormones. And clinically, it's very evident because what I'm seeing is that girls are getting their first period much earlier than we've seen traditionally. And men or boys, teenagers, what I'm seeing is their testosterone is very low and their body shapes are changing, which I'm finding that boys, teenage boys are much leaner their hips are a little bit wider and that should I mean there should be like big red flags there there should be big red flags as to why men's testosterone is has decreased I mean 50 fold over the last 20 30 years why fertility has become such a massive problem for most not just a little bit of couples but most couples out there struggle from some sort of infertility And I just feel like we are 
being like, huh, I wonder why that's happening. <laughs> instead, right. Instead of investigating very easy things that we can make changes of in daily life that are known to cause disruption to our reproductive hormone. And so that, I mean, it's, it should be a concern for everybody because how does a human population survive if it can't reproduce? It doesn't. Or we start becoming dependent on crazy technology where I just read a study yesterday where, so I'm not going to quote where it's from, I forgot where the country is, but where they've basically taken synthetic stem cells and created an embryo. Yeah, no, God didn't do that. No. So what it, what obviously egg and sperm meet, fertilize, create an embryo, and that's the beginning of life. For science purposes, they can't take viable embryos and mess with them. Obviously, that's immoral. So they've now created it from synthetic stem cells. What is that thing going to turn into? Someone tell me. Not a baby. Not, Not a, a human. human. Right. Anyways, so I just, it is, it's a messy situation, especially if, if you are a God-fearing human, that people are tampering with, with this. Um, but it all stems back to our hormones. And I think that they are trying to do that because they see that reproduction is going down so much. Fertility. You know the story about how all the scientists got together and they were going to make like a new world and they were going to make human and they were going to mm-hmm. do all of this stuff and they were trying to do it all. And they went and they asked God, like, hey, we can, we were told them we can do it better than you. And then they, they scooped up a handful of dirt and God goes, it's your own dirt. I made that. That's mine. It's your own dirt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just a little sidetracked, but I am seeing that where we're decreased testosterone in men with with teenage boys who are thinner, wider hips, and then girls who are getting their periods way earlier. And then women, just so many women with abnormal periods. And this was way prior to COVID. COVID has definitely amplified it where I'm seeing an increase in reproduction, reproductive issues um, post-COVID, as well as shorter menstrual cycles, irregular, heavier periods, more clotting, things like that. But it definitely wasn't new. That's been going on for years and years and years and years. And a big, there's so many aspects of it. So I, I don't want to minimize all the things that can impact your hormones because there are so darn many, but we are simply going to start talking about endocrine disruptors and how we can make changes in daily life to reduce that exposure. So what's an endocrine? Yes. So endocrine disrupting chemicals are chemicals that mimic or block our ability or interfere with our ability to produce our own hormones. They, which are part of the endocrine system. Those hormones are needed to maintain things like our cycle and our period and produce progesterone and testosterone and all these other hormones that are essential for our health. Endocrine endocrine glands are all over the body. So a lot of people think that there's just like one or two, but they're all over the body and they produce hormones that act as like these signaling molecules after they're released into the circulatory system. Little messengers essentially are what they are. And our, our hormones are dependent on this messaging system because it controls a ton of our biological processes like growth, 
fertility, development, reproduction. Arguably somewhat important. Right? Somewhat important. <laughs> so the the what happens in our body is these hormones, they act in very, very small amounts. So we don't get these like massive wild influxes of hormones, but little tiny adjustments is how they what they respond to. And so when we have minor disruptions in those levels, it can cause major impact to us developmentally and biologically. And they can start in utero? A hundred percent. They can start in utero. I mean, there's... I mean, they're like, there's what I'm asking is there's no escape that we are just bombarded and exposed mm-hmm. to infrastructure. Because some of these are found in at, at a 90% increase in breast milk. We can pass these to our newborns. Forever chemicals or PFAs have been found in breast milk, which means our bodies are accumulating them and then secreting them. Because we're holding on to them for years and years and years. We don't process it. Because we can't get rid of them. That's why they're called forever chemicals. So the, the biggest take home there is a small minor disruption can create a massive havoc on your system. So I get the question a lot of, well, if I make this one change, then what good does it do? It does a lot of good because that's one change better than you were before. And that's one little kind of trigger that you took out. And those triggers accumulate and can cause a lot of problems. So these these endocrine disruptors are found in things that we use every single they're chemicals that are found in foods, in toys, in pesticides, in personal care products, in our deodorant, in our shampoo. I mean, so many different things. And we're not going to, that's not a scare tactic. It's not a fear. It's don't be fearful of that, but be empowered with that knowledge so that we can make decisions on what we are using. You have the power to choose what product you're bringing into your home. No better, do better. Right. So contact with those, I mean, we can't control certain things because contact with some of these disruptors can be in the air. You can't control that. You're walking down the street. You can't control that. So release that stress of certain things pulling around in the air. Can what you, you can do what you brush your teeth with, wash your hair with. And the food that you eat right. or the water that you consume. You can absolutely choose some of those things. So, and some of those can't be completely avoided or taken out but you can make informed decisions to reduce that exposure and to minimize the risk of it impacting your hormones. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. So I think part, and we've, we've touched a little bit, like if you go back to our air and water episodes, that is just great general information on how to start removing some of those things. So we're not going to dive too much into that now, but I think it's important to know some of the top and the most well-studied endocrine disruptors yeah. and what they do. Yeah. So. I'm learn Are you going to learn <laughs> So here we go. I have a list. Oh, <laughs> you know when Cece makes a list. <laughs> We're all in for a good time. We are. <laughs> here, hold my milk. But it's not milk because I don't drink milk. <laughs> oh, well. Here, hold my tequila. That's not now i can't drink tequila right now unfortunately and i want it so bad i'm not gonna lie every time we'll get some margarita i'm like um can i just sniff it you can you can actually put tequila on your hand and use it as a disinfectant. great to sanitize your hand and then you 
<laughs> do that um, a few times per week. Yeah, I don't think it's no like, one will judge me. No, she's walking around smelling like tequila. She just uses a hand sanitizer. Walks in, walks in the office. Why does it smell like tequila? Cece rubs it on her hands because she's pregnant, can't drink it. Okay. And anyways, it, back to the show. Kill it. We're killing germs and we're still having a good time. We are. Um, one of the most I, I don't want to say common, but one of the most studied endocrine disruptors is something called atrazine. Atrazine is commonly applied as an herbicide all over the world. Um there is a guy who I'm not going to say his name because everyone thinks he's crazy. But years and years and years ago, a study came out. I believe it was about like the 1980s. And this one guy made it well known in the early 2000s. Um, but early 80s, there's a, a scientist who came out with a study that projected what men specifically, how men's bodies would physically change with exposure to atrophy. This came about after he studied atrazine exposure in cats. And so there was a pond or whatever lake, and he the, the those tadpoles were being, what's the word? Exposed. Yes. <laughs> pregnancy brain. Yes, I haven't been able to say it because no one's known. My brain just goes blank, and I'm like, what's that word? Am I Swiss cheese brain? And she doesn't help. You heard that Sorry. pause? I was waiting for her to jump in. But yes, um, the tadpoles in this were exposed to atrazine, a normal amount just from pesticide exposure around the pond. And what this this chemist, or he was he was a uh, marine biologist, what he was studying was the changes on the tadpoles. And those tad baby tadpoles were being born either with two genitalia, both male and female, or they were genetically tested. Their chromosomes were showing that they were male, but being born with female genitalia for tadpoles. Just with exposure to atrazine, y'all think about that and think about what we were just talking about with fertility rates, with bodies changing. And so the scientists, he made a projection of, okay, if this is happening to tadpoles for humans, this is what I expect the average male to look like 100 years from now. And bro, nailed it. Nailed it. The first picture is like your burly, husky, chest hair, you know, muscular man. man. Yeah, like a mountain man, right? And then fast forward, the last picture of it, and I can't remember, I think it was maybe like 2030 that that was projected to be, was a very thin, frail looking, wider hips, higher cheekbone no hair yeah so anyways that's an interesting study to look at and brings us back to point a is that that's just one that's one herbicide that we are exposed to not to mention that i guess the next most common would be bpa we all know what bpa is with our water bottles and things like that it's used to make plastics and manufacturing food packages etc Dioxins are another one that are byproducts of certain manufacturing processes, especially for herbicides. Perchlorate is another guy um, that we're exposed to quite a bit. It's something that we mentioned earlier, our PFA, our forever chemicals, which mainstream media has kind of picked up on and is now putting out 
in the world more so than it ever has with PFAs being in our water supplies and in breast milk and in cookware. I even saw that in a general mainstream article the other day. And I was like, about time. Drinking the water that's got PFAs in it. If she's feeding her baby, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's not breast milk. Just, right. It's mom getting it. Injustice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and basically they're finding that they're indestructible. You, you can't get rid of them. You can't, you can't take them out of anything. Um, phthalates are another big one that we see a lot in personal care products, cosmetics, things like that, and triclosan as well. It's The list goes on and on and on. It's just a matter of small little things in everyday life that contain these chemicals. It bioaccumulates. And if we go back to what we were saying earlier, where minor adjustments cause major havoc, then your minor shampoo can cause major product, right? That's what it's about. It's making those better decisions to remove that toxic burden or that toxin load in something that you can control. What you can control what's in your home. That's my biggest thing. Everything else I try not to stress about. <laughs> Go down rabbit holes. I talked about this before. Is that you can can't live in the bubble of I'm not going to be exposed to anything ever. And right. Yeah, this just not real life. Right. So go enjoy life, but make make the best decisions when you make it. And there, sometimes you will have options to be three really crappy things, but there is a lesser evil of one of them. Yes. Pick that one. And that's why I always say a better option. So like there's, when I do, I do some of these posts that are like, oh, non-toxic or better options at Kroger or whatever it is. And someone will be like, wait, but I thought this one is not as good as this. And I'm like, yes, but the one that you're saying is not available at that store. Right. So even amongst wherever you shop, wherever you go, like Anna Kate just said, there's always a better option within that store that you can choose. Turn and learn. You don't have to go to six thousand different groups. No. Feel like I do that, and that unless you're psycho like me. Yeah. yeah. And me, I go to like four different stores. You know, just well, I mean, it is the thing of you like what you like, but it's also what's good for you and what's good for your family. Mm-hmm. Right? And and what's available, what's right. convenient. You know, uh, there's price differences in a lot of these things, so it's just about making the best decision that you can make to what's available to you. I um, left the other day and went to that grocery store across the street and I got like halfway through looking for my normal stuff. Not the, it's not the grocery store I normally shop at and I almost abandoned my buggy, but I bought something and then left and I went to my record. Because it was just too much. It was overwhelming. Well, I couldn't find what I wanted. They yeah. didn't have like that we had today. They didn't have that. So I had to mm-hmm. go to Publix anyway. Yeah. I like, I like Publix. There's other ones that, you know, like the sprouts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something that I'll go to Whole Foods for occasionally, but that's not where I want to go and do all my makeup shopping. Yeah. You can also cherry pick like she is. And now, a word from our sponsor. Most people don't realize the connection between the immune and digestive systems. In fact, 70 to 80% of your immune system lives in your gut. That's why it's so important to protect yourself daily. Stellar Biotics are pioneers in immune and gut health with 20 plus years of science behind their metabiotic and probiotic supplements. They are all natural, proven safe and effective for everyone in your family, children, nursing mothers, and even pets. 
I trust them for my family's immune and gut health support, and I hope you consider them for your family too. Learn more at StellarBiotics.com and use coupon code DRCC10 to get 10% off your purchase today. And bringing it back to hormones is those, those conversations about removing some of those things that we can remove. We've discussed in other episodes. Y'all can go back and listen. But when it comes to hormones and thinking about how, okay, these, these products, these endocrine disruptors can absolutely cause disruption with my fertility, with my cycle, what we can do about that. Because some of that is not just removing products from your home and then your hormones magically correct themselves, right? Yeah. We need help. We need, we need someone good to help us. I'm trying to help this trick, y'all. But I would suggest find a functional medicine provider. That functional medicine provider will run way more comprehensive labs than a traditional GYN or OB will because we're looking at these hormones in multiple ways. Every um, different, uh, every route tells us something different. So our blood tells us one thing. Our saliva tells us one thing. Our urine, our poop tells us one thing. It's not all equal. So when we go to like an OBGYN and they're doing, you know, maybe an estrogen and a progesterone on blood work one time, that's great. But that is a snippet of your hormone, right? That is, we discussed this in our, in our previous episode also, women's, our hormones change over the entire month. So your estradiol, your estrogen, your progesterone could look perfect on the day that you drew it. And then, hey, you look great. Nothing's wrong. But what about the other 27 days in your cycle? What are they doing then? So I don't, when someone has a hormonal imbalance, that is is pretty obvious. So if a patient comes to me and they have these symptoms that say, wow, your hormones are out of whack. We got to look at them. Yes, I run them on blood work, but I do a 30-day panel to look at the entire month because your hormones are meant and designed to shift in that entire month. So I want to see that on paper. I want to see it plotted out for me. From day one to day whatever your cycle ends, 27, 28, 29, and see your LH, your estradiol, your progesterone, where it's spiking, where it's peaking. Is it not peaking? Where's our problem? Yeah. So I find that it's, I, I don't know. There's one conventional OBGYN locally, just a GYN, sorry, that I know will run a panel like that. Nobody else. So maybe near you there is, but it tends to be more functional medicine-minded people who will dive into more of those specialty labs that will show your hormones at a way more in-depth look than just a blimp in time on a blood panel. That makes sense? It does. Okay. Yeah. I mean, more you know. It's my good I'm not going to sing it again. I'm not going to do it. Um, anyways, the other things that are important with seeing a functional medicine doctor if you have any sort of, of hormonal imbalance is your gut. Your gut is so important. It is. Your gut health. Your second brain. It is your second brain. It's linked to your first brain. That's how important it is. But if you, you want to get rid of any opportunistic organisms and you want to diversify the gut microbiome, your gut is where we absorb all of our nutrients that you need to produce in order to, or that you need to, in order to produce hormones. So you got to absorb all those good nutrients that you're either, you know, eating or consuming or taking in supplement form to then help build those hormones. So gut health is wildly important when it has to do with, with hormones. If you're not breaking down and absorbing the nutrients that you're eating properly, 
then you won't have the building blocks that you need for those hormones and for your thyroid too not just sex hormones not just testosterone and progesterone and estrogen but also your thyroid yeah that's important as well yeah right how yeah cortisol too cortisol people forget that cortisol is a hormone but that's in there too cortisol it is your stress hormone and it's produced by our adrenal gland and it also produces DHEA, which is apparent to testosterone. So they're all intercorrelated. Where if we're not taking care of our adrenal glands, then we're not producing enough DHEA, which means our testosterone is probably low, which usually means our cortisol is way jacked up. Bad news. Yeah. And so we forget that, hey, that part of the hormonal feedback loop can impact our cycles too. Whereas traditional OGYNs just kind of focused on the progesterone estrogen yeah. aspect for sure. Um, so as a functional medicine, she looks at the whole picture. So it's not just things, but it's where my brain was trying to go. How do you, yeah. how do you sort through all of that? But you're the detective that you look through all the things together, figure out is it hormones. Is it like, uh, right. Is it someone else? Yeah. That I, I have to, I tell patients this all the time. If someone comes to me with generic symptoms. Those are the hardest, like chronic fatigue or general pain, right? Those two are very vague, where oftentimes I have to look at a whole gamut of testing. I have to look at at your body comprehensively on paper, which will include some hormonal things. I have to look at your GI health. I have to look at certain viruses or bacteria. And then I'll see flags amongst those to see if I need to go down kind of deeper rabbit holes with something more specific. It's always in the history. If we are talking for an hour and I'm hearing little tidbits of your history, that prompts my brain to know, ooh, girl, we got to look at your cortisol. Not your cortisol is a blimp in time on paper, but a saliva test where I'm looking at your cortisol over 24 hours because that hormone also changes depending on the time of the day. Or we have to do something more like a 30-day female hormone cycling panel. I don't do that for every woman who walks through my door. It's not needed, but I will always hear it in the history if it's something that I need at that moment. Something else that a good <laughs> functional medicine practitioner will do, she does distract me, is resetting your feedback loop. So we've talked a lot about how especially some of those endocrine disruptors can inhibit your feedback loop, but what about resetting it? And that's what a good doctor will do. will help you reset it with natural supplements or sometimes depending on the age and, and where the woman is at in her life on bioidentical hormones or natural supplements. It's very, very unique to the individual, extremely unique. There's no like one protocol that fits all, but certain things that I use quite a bit are Nocetol, Chaseberry, DIM are awesome at helping to, DIM especially helps our body to get rid of excess estrogen that's built up over time from some of those endocrine disruptors and and those endocrine disruptors then mimic our estrogen so our estrogen levels spike up so i'll see that a lot in patients with pcos or cysts or fibroids um your body's making extra things the estrogen that it doesn't that doesn't need so it's got to go somewhere right. so it builds up access things um calcium glucurate is also a good one and resveratrol are awesome at helping to eliminate some of those synthetic estrogens. Actually, yes. Well, not me, but yes. Yeah. Not, not, not but yeah, there are 
lots of supplements that have resveratrol in them. And mm -hmm. so, and it does come from wine. You cannot drink. Okay. You can't drink enough wine. It's like resveratrol. Or congeal. Yeah. In the end of I have a friend. I will not name my friend. She's one of my best friends, and I promise you, she's getting enough from her. Is she? Good to know. We don't name names here. Um, no judgment. Absolutely. The other thing, simply, is nourishing your body with nutrient dense foods to help stabilize things like insulin, reducing this. I mean, this one is like, hey, everybody, go reduce your stress, and people are like, how? Like, I work. I have I work, families. I get yeah. right. Life stress just that one's a hard one but it is so true and I'm very realistic like I know my patients cannot go sit and and meditate for four hours in a day and just like yes take a nap and just relax like it's not real life for a lot of people but there are little things that you can implement throughout your day to help keep your cortisol levels down so we're not inhibiting those feedback loops of our sex hormones that then play a part in our cycles. Go ground yourself for five minutes outside. You know, Anna Kate does that. When we, when we leave recording, she's like, I'm just going to stand in your yard and, and with my feet, just barefoot, and just ground for five, five minutes. That's it. Mm -hmm. And so find those little breaks in your day to center yourself, to ground yourself, to just get outside and be in the sunshine yeah. for down three minutes. Time. Yes. That's all I'm asking for. You can have a little reminder on your Apple watch or your phone or whatever. That's breathing technique for 90 seconds. Yep. And Dr. Bianco, go to something mm -hmm. you can watch that the end of that episode. Be able to breath yeah. There are so many different things. You can take a meditation. Uh, little prayer break, a little meditation break. And by little, I mean a minute or two, you know, it doesn't have to be this long drastic thing, but when our cortisol stays so high and we're constantly in that state of fight or flight, it directly depletes our progesterone. It also inhibits how we produce our testosterone. So, I mean, it, and it's not just for female hormones, but for life in general, we can't sustain staying in that high fight or flight state. So implement small things in your day that's sustainable that's just built into your routine yep. for one two three minutes at a time do that. You, can do that. you can totally do that when it comes to removing some of those endocrine disruptors we're not going to rehash that again we talked about some of, of the big ones in previous episodes so go look at that we have some awesome swaps on my instagram that are just products random products at a time where i'll always show you hey, these aren't so great, but these are awesome choices. So just start slowly implementing those. You had an awesome question earlier on our previous episode. Do you remember what it was? Oh, yeah. What happens when you're in your cycle and you're on your period and you're menses? What, what is, what do you, what's your preferred? Yes. So this is a big one that I want to talk about because it is absolutely ridiculous that women are using toxic products on female parts. Okay, so to start this off, it is a self-cleaning. Yes. You do not need to put Thank anything you. up there. You do, it and you get other infections and all kinds yes. of stuff. She is happy. She has cleaning ladies in there, you know, doing yeah. their thing. And you don't need to interfere with that. You're just going to mess up their work. <laughs> yeah, let her do it. Let her do She's her been thing. doing this for millennia. Right. She is fine. Women, fun fact, use over 10,000 tampons in their lifetime. 
10,000 tampons. So do you think that what's in your tampon should matter? Uh, yes. Not, well, not a trick question. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of, because there's new other things on the market that are not. That are not tampons. Right. But there are other things. So, well, do you want to know? I can tell it. I can tell it. What is she talking about? Okay. So I have dexterity mobility issues with my hands. So yeah. sometimes a traditional tampon was not going to, that was difficult enough. Then I put to a cup. Yeah. Cups are great. I cannot do on bad days when my hand, my hands hurt. I'm like, yeah, creating a mess and I can't get it. Oh. Yeah. So I just envision that. Oh, that's sad. Well, I mean, my hand went everywhere. Yeah. So, and if you're not at home or not in a, if you're at some, like at your parents' house or a friend's house and you have yeah, to just make an of- adjustment, if you're not in, place where they're distinct right next to where you are it, that's what uh. so now i have decided to use the underwear and i briefly did that it felt so much better yeah. I, I don't have as much cramping because i'm not putting stuff up and trying to get it out i might like ruin that. your underwear depending on the company that you use don't tell me the company don't say it um well i mean the other thing is that i could just wear it for no underwear we can then I'm but going that part. to her but. point, I will have a lot of women who go from using traditional tampons to either using the cup or period underwear, and they stop getting so many clots. Yeah. That is a wildly common just feedback for me here, which tells you a lot. Those again, those products come in contact with our most intimate and sensitive parts, so we should absolutely know what's in them and unfortunately in tampons and pads and liners and period underwear some of them there's been two big companies that have had lawsuits because forever chemicals are found in their period underwear we'll talk about that off camera though. yeah if you are a non-toxic period underwear provider please reach out to me on yes there's one that i found actually but a lot of them contain some of those chemicals that we talked about earlier the yeah. dioxin genetically modified cotton why Why? just use real cotton why are we doing that or undisclosed synthetic fragrance where they're adding fragrance you know to to make it not stinky but it's chemicals you know and then Um, that's gonna make your that's mm -hmm. gonna make this smell worse because it's the the ph it's not that bad yes stay on top of it and you're fine yes exactly um VOCs, volatile organic compounds are very are very common in those TFAs. And again, I actually put this on my Instagram. I'm not going to say it here, but there are certain absorbent period brands, underwear brands that have been sued because they've been found to have PFAs in their underwear. And they're two very, very, y'all know who I'm talking about, two very famous companies, big companies for period underwear. Um, there I'm I don't remember the name of the one that I found. It's on my Instagram. I can go back and look. But the other important part are menstrual products, which I had no idea until I actually started doing research on my own this year. I had no idea that this was true. But menstrual products are actually regulated by the FDA as a class two medical device. Okay, think about that. But the FDA does not require manufacturers to list all ingredients. 
So you're telling me that you're a proper medical device that you as a, as a government agency is regulating. But us, the consumer, does not need to know what that is as a medical device. Well, this is also the same FDA that puts chemicals all over food and doesn't tell us what those are. Oh, oh they're going to shut us down. <laughs> and to boots. <laughs> to boot the FDA's guidance documents on these devices, these medical devices, do not establish legally enforceable responsibility. They also put a type of a level one percentage in. Yes. So that means if you develop something from these medical devices that they are classified as, those companies have no legal responsibility to you whatsoever. And with women using just tampons, if women choose to use tampons using over 10,000 in their lifetime, that's pretty darn important. All those exposures add up right small things lead to big yes and especially with many of those inhibiting our reproductive tract or, or being reproductive toxins it's just wild it's so it's ironic it's very ironic that we're using those products for and directly on our reproductive system but you know you have epidermis everywhere right yes so if you can absorb it through if you get a chemical on your skin it through your blood it's through all of your system and through your bloodstream it was it a minute yep so like if you got gasoline on your hand you can test it in your blood mm-hmm. and you're using something for a long long time exactly so what we want to do is we want to find unbleached 100 percent organic cotton fragrance free dye free chlorine free products you want a company who is fully transparent with their ingredients there's no reason to hide things just be transparent about it what do you use what am i literally inserting into my vagina right (laughs) Right? there there are companies that put uh titanium dioxide in their tampons and titanium dioxide brightener and it was banned um i want to say about a year ago titanium dioxide was actually banned in the eu to be utilized in personal care products because of its dangers. The um, some and I found it. I wanted to look and I want to leave you guys hanging. But the period underwear that is awesome is Bambodi. I might be saying that wrong, but it's B-A-M-B-O-D-Y. I did a ton of research because I I actually do love period underwear also. I switched them and I started to see those studies on other companies. And I was like, oh no. And so they I, I researched them extensively. I have no affiliation with them whatsoever. It's just a recommendation. Um, Lola and Honeypot mm-hmm. are also awesome companies for tampons, for pads, whatever. I did use Lola in the past, but when I was using tampons, that was not They come in that round. Yes. Yep. Cora is another good one. Viv, V-I-V is another good one. Nature Care. I have some other ones listed on my Instagram, but those, there are really good options out there. So I don't want to provide you guys with like this fear of all these person, you know, feminine products are going to kill you. But there are so many, just know what to look for. And there's so many good companies out there. Just, just use what you got and then get a better, get a better. Exactly. Exactly. So I think, I think we're done here. That, is, this, is this all we're talking about? I think we're done here. Yeah. I, we, we have some awesome, again, some awesome guests coming up that 
I try to keep these last two episodes just to what I personally wanted to talk about because there's so much with these upcoming experts that we'll dive into things. So, I mean, just in much greater detail that I wanted to save those parts of the conversation for those experts to come on in and give me their perspective. And so we're going to feed off of them and have some really, really cool in-depth conversations around women's health. Yeah. If you have questions, go to our website at discoverydoc.com. Go on podcast and submit a question. Um, give feedback. Let us know what you're loving. Let us know what you want to learn more about. Mm-hmm. We just like to talk. So give us stuff to talk. We hope that you feel like you're joining us on the couch. So I always tell people that I just get to sit down with, if, if my doctor was my best friend, which she is, that how, what conversation do I get to have with her? Of just, she's got all that medical knowledge. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're all about. And sorry about my stainless steel straw this entire episode. It'll be okay. You guys will be okay. Welcome to the town. Until next time, y'all. Let's discover together. Hey, discoverer. Let's discover more. Find episode link in today's show notes. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Discovery Doc. Connect with us on Facebook at the Discovery Doc. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit our website, thediscoverydoc.com. This podcast is produced by Soulpreneurs Association and powered by soulsoftware.co. Empowering your digital journey with innovative solutions. The content provided in this podcast provides general information and discussions on various topics related to health, wellness, and medical advancements. However, it is essential to understand that the content provided in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts, guests, and contributors are individuals sharing their personal experiences, opinions, and knowledge in their respective fields. While they strive to provide accurate, up-to-date information, medical knowledge is constantly evolving and the information presented in this podcast may not always reflect the most current research and medical guidelines. It is crucial to consult with a qualified healthcare professional or medical expert for specific medical concerns. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking medical treatment based on the information presented in this podcast. The Discovery Doc podcast encourages listeners to use their own judgment and discretion while implementing any suggestions, recommendations, or lifestyle changes discussed in this episode. Each individual's medical situation is unique and may work for one, may not be suitable or safe for another. The podcast hosts, guests, and contributors are not liable for any direct, indirect, consequential, or incidental damages or harm that may arise from listening or acting upon the information provided in this podcast. Listeners are responsible for their own health decisions and should exercise caution and seek professional guidance when necessary. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that you have read, understood, and agreed to this medical disclaimer. If you have any questions or concerns about this medical disclaimer, please consult a qualified healthcare professional.